When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and welcome to my podcast. If you like my podcast and want to get more information, tips, and tools, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. I also include event updates and giveaways. Just go to drleaf.com and sign up. Today, we're going to talk about how to build your brain to improve your mental health. Just that statement alone, I hope has got your attention because to build your brain, I wonder if you've ever thought about that to how to actually build your brain. Well, your mind is not your brain. Your mind is separate from your brain. Your brain is part of your physical brain and body. Your brain and body are made of around about 75 to 100 trillion cells. That's a lot of cells. And your mind is basically like energy, quantum energy, nothing weird. The energy that powers your computer and powers your cell phone, powers your body. That's the same kind of energy. And you, you generate that energy every time you think, every time you feel, and every time you choose. And that energy moves through your brain and literally activates your brain to respond. And your genes express and you grow structures in your brain. So with your mind, you are actually growing your brain. We have a lot of power with our mind because we can choose what we want to actually put into our brain. And this is where the mental health component comes in. Mental health is something that we are actually designed to have. We call it the optimism bias in science. And we see scientists showing us incredible research that we are wired for love, a term I love to use because we see that there are no structures or cells or anything in our brain or our body that are designed for basically for not having healthy thoughts and not being positive and not being optimistic. So mental health is actually our default mode. So when we aren't thinking and feeling and choosing, which is basically your mind in action, generating this quantum energy through the brain, when we're not doing that in the, in the correct way, we basically step into mental ill health. So mental ill health affects every single person on the planet. It is a human condition. I love to use that term because it's just like it makes it more normal and accessible. We go through stuff in life and we respond. And if it's really toxic and begin to bad habits or we've experienced trauma, these things can really get us if we don't deal with them. And there's a lot of information that I teach you in all my podcasts and my books. And I've got this amazing new app called the Switch app where I take you through a process on how to actually deal with toxic thinking. But the same process that I developed over 30 years of research and clinical application, and I still do trials, are the same steps that you can use, mind action steps that you can use to develop and grow your brain. And what research has shown, and this is not spoken about enough, is that one of the best ways of achieving mental health, of controlling depression, anxiety, intrusive thinking, psychotic breaks, all these things that are so scary, but are actually not that scary when, when we understand them, what we see from the research is that building your brain is such a powerful and effective way of doing this. I almost stumbled on this by accident nearly 30 years ago because I was trained to work with people with severe neurological problems and learning problems and dementias. And hand in hand with that was always was an emotional issue. You can't separate emotions from what people are thinking about. They're totally interlinked. 
So naturally, as I was helping people to rebuild their their learning skills and their brains and their minds, I saw the emotional component attached and saw that when I when I would help someone with a severe learning disability or a severe neurological problem, when I helped them to actually learn how to learn and build their brain as a therapy technique, I saw a tremendous improvement in their mental health. And then as they got stronger, they got more resilient. And then I would work, we would work more directly on detoxing some of the mental health issues that were like intrusive thoughts and trauma and disconnected thinking and that kind of stuff. But I never made that a priority in my interaction with people. What I made a priority was finding what they were interested in or what they needed to master. So for example, a child at school needs to pass exams, needs to be able to even enjoy that process and get the stress of learning under control. Maybe a teacher who is teaching the students, maybe she needs a more effective way of teaching. Maybe it's an executive who's the CEO of a company and they need to to be efficient in what they're doing. And because of some sort of neurological issue, a trauma, a brain damage or um, a car accident or something in their life caused them to not be able to function in the way that they used to be able to function. So I always always ask my patients this question, what is the most important thing for you? What do you want to improve? What do you want to get back to? What's important for you? And they would tell me, I need to pass this math exam. I need to be able to think like I used to and remember like I used to so that I can run my company like I used to or whatever their need was. So I'd say, okay, well, give me, bring that material, give us the math book, give me a typical example of the kind of information and that you need in order to be an efficient CEO again. And we would take that as the content of my intervention. And then I would teach them this technique, a five-step technique that I developed based on the science of thought, based on a theory that I developed of the mind-brain connection, of how we use our mind to actually grow thoughts in our brain and grow our brain. And I would teach them that technique and how to apply that technique with their schoolwork, with their corporate work, with whatever it was that they, but maybe they weren't even at school or maybe they weren't at work. Maybe it was someone who was a home executive and they just loved maybe reading gardening books or, or they loved cooking or whatever, whatever interested the person. I would take that information as my material in therapy and I would teach them how to learn, how to build memory, how to make the brain listen to the mind. And without fail, hundreds of thousands of students later, we've reached hundreds of thousands around the world teaching them this technique in various different mediums. And I have now taken this medium and put this into an app, an easily accessible audio app that you can do on the go, where I teach you these five steps of how to build your brain, which is so vitally important for mental health. So why does building your brain in this way improve your mental health? Well, every day when you wake up, your brain gives birth to a whole bunch of neurons, extra new brain cells. This is called neurogenesis, and it's like a new birth. And those are designed to be incorporated into your brain structures during the course of your day. So you you incorporate those and you grow extra parts to them. So the design of your brain is such that you get given an extra load of physical material to help you to learn. And then that material becomes like it's like a fertilizer for growing more branches. And the more you do that, the better the chemical flow in your brain, the better the energy flow. You can think more clearly. You can handle challenging situations more clearly. You can pull yourself out of depression. You can get yourself through anxiety. So we see a the brain becomes stronger, more resilient, healthier as we do that. 
So when we don't do that, if we don't learn every day for at least an hour of dedicated, deliberate and intentional learning every day, and I'm going to explain, give an example of that in a moment, those new baby nerve cells, that neurogenesis, that those they, they die and they die before they're being used. And because they're supposed to be used and they're not being used, they create toxic waste in the brain. And that toxic waste accumulates and can make you feel awful and can block your thinking, foggy thinking. It can bring, because it's, they're not supposed to be there, it can make you feel a sense of nervous tension, anxiety. And if you constantly do that, those patterns build into, from these nagging sense of tension and worry, they can build into things like depression. And sometimes you just don't know what's going on. And I found this so much with my patients that when I just, when they spoke that way and they said, I don't know what's going on. And I feel, I would tell them, okay, let's learn. And it cleaned up the brain. It's like housekeeping. It's like taking that vacuum cleaner and cleaning up all that toxic waste and cleaning up your kitchen and cleaning up your, you cleaning up your brain and your brain functions differently. It also takes advantage of, a, of, of another design in your brain that needs to be used every day. And that is neuroplasticity, which means that your brain can change in response to the signals of your mind. Now, you're always thinking, so you're always growing. But if you, you're always taking advantage of neuroplasticity. But if you do it wrong, you build the brain, you build things in the wrong way. So it's like building a house all wrong and it falls down. That's what we do when we don't learn properly. So by learning properly, we keep the brain clean and we build, we use the natural building structure of the brain to the best advantage. So here are some tips to help you to build your brain to improve your mental health and your intelligence. Number one, read. Read, read, read. Read as much as you can. And when you read, don't just read, don't just scan. Really understand, be deliberate and intentional about understanding what you are reading. Spend at least an hour a day reading in this way with a deliberate and intentional desire to learn and understand that information and build memory around that information. Secondly, get my switch app to learn the five steps to see how to then take what you've read and build that into networks in your mind so that you can use those new baby nerve cells that you gave birth to this morning and every day of your life. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Caroline Leith. 